Hey guys, what's going on? James here, and in this video today, we are going to be recapping yet another day of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 2022 training camp practices. And I am not alone in this video today. Joining me, my colleague from BucksNation.com, as well as the co-host of the Cannon Fire podcast, it is Evan. Evan, how you doing today, man? Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I was happy that we were actually credentialed media members for this training camp practice today we got to see tom brady in person at a press conference evan what were your overall thoughts on the day today yeah well first of all it was hot um it was it was very hot the the florida sun was out in full effect today um yeah i i thought it was a pretty even day now that doesn't mean both sides were doing great it doesn't mean both sides were doing horrible. I think both sides, the offense and defense, made plays uh, that you can build on. I also think they had some things that they'd like to forget, you know, tomorrow. I, I think they would like to move on and uh, and focus on getting better. And that's what this is all about, really. Obviously, today was the first day that pads came on. So <laughs> they're in full pads, and it's that hot. So there's going to be an adjustment there. There's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. you got to think this is the first time they're putting on a full set of pads since probably last season. And with the heat and everything, there is certainly an adjustment for all these guys. So uh, the fact that it wasn't the greatest day for the offense or defense, it wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the greatest. We'll get into it a little bit more, but I don't think it's that alarming, and it's not. It's not that like unusual for this time of year. Yeah, you know, it, it wasn't a situation where it's like, oh, the offense was terrible or the defense was terrible. I think you put it perfectly when you said things were just kind of meh in practice today, right? Things weren't spectacular on either side, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Look, this was the first day in pads today, full pads, I guess I should say, and there is going to be a little bit of an adjustment period, like you said. There were positives to take away. Certain guys had good days today, and we'll talk about that more, uh, you know, on a player-by-player -player basis in a moment, but yes, Evan, I do agree with you whenever you do say that, you know, yes, this was more of a meh kind of practice not a bad one not a great fantastic one either somewhere in that middle but let's go ahead and start breaking some stuff down on a player by player basis we're not going to spend too too much time on all of these guys but a couple of guys who did have some noteworthy plays throughout practice today Evan on the offensive side of the football in that wide receiver room was Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson. In the case of Scotty Miller, he basically replicated his play from the NFC Championship game against the Green Bay Packers, and in the case of Tyler Johnson, he had a couple of really nice passes over the middle from Tom Brady throughout practice today. What were your overall thoughts on Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson? Well, obviously, those two players... Um they're battling right now, actually. You know, they're battling for spots, especially with the addition of Julio Jones now. They are battling for spots now on this roster, so they both need good camps. And I don't know if the Buccaneers are going to keep both of them. You know, both of them had pretty good days today, but I don't. I just don't know if the Buccaneers are going to keep both of them. So while it was positive that they had those days today, they need to stack them up more. You know, more and more, and uh, we'll see what happens because. Uh, they are two guys who are going to need to have two pretty good camps. And today, with the first day being with pads on, today was a pretty good start. 
Yeah, for sure. You know, we've talked about guys in days past like Cyril Grayson, like Brashad Perriman, veterans who you may consider favorites for those last two wide receiver spots if they decide to only carry six. So Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, these have been guys who have definitely been on the outside looking in, in terms of these position battles, like you said. So it's a good thing that they did get some form of momentum in their favor today. It's the first time we've mentioned them in any of these training camp recap videos. So all in all, it is nice that they are getting the ball rolling a little bit. Another wide receiver who showcased a little bit today, Evan, was one of our top guys, both me and you, Jalen Darden, who did a couple of nice things as a receiver, caught a really nice pass from Kyle Trask, but also showcased some of his abilities as a returner, which is something a lot of people were hoping he would have done starting last year whenever they decided to replace Jadon Mickens with Jalen Darden. Seems like he is trying to build some momentum again in his favor after a not-so-great rookie season season what were your thoughts on Jalen Darden he's another guy who I don't think he's on the bubble but he's got to have a good camp like I, I don't think he's in danger of getting cut just because he has a very specific role I think you know what his role is you mentioned what his role is uh he's gonna be your kick returner slash punt returner now I mean they did give and they have given Scotty Miller a, a some shot there uh, at that spot, which shows me that you know they're trying to give Scotty Miller every opportunity to make the roster, but right now clearly they have faith in Jalen Darden being that guy. They he struggled last year, just like you said, and they stuck with him though to, through it. They were it's not like it was a rebuilding year; like they were trying to win football games, and they still stuck with the the guy who was uh, struggling. And I, I don't think he's on the bubble. However, he's a guy who I think, kind of like Kyle Trask, he needs to have a good camp. He needs to feel a little bit more comfortable, I think, heading into the regular season with Jalen Darden than he did last year. And I think he's got to show improvement. And, you know, today he, he looked really smooth today is, is the thing I would, that's how I would describe it. I don't think it was anything flashy. It was smooth. It was crisp. And he needs, a, again, just like the two receivers we mentioned earlier, Needs to stack those days now. Needs to get another one uh, soon, you know. Needs to get another one. Needs to show out in the preseason games. I mean, this is a guy who really needs to have a good camp. I know we're talking a lot about the receivers needing good camps. That's what happens when you have such, you know, the top four receivers on this team are what they are, right? These receivers in the back end need to have good camps to keep their jobs. Darden's safe, but today was a pretty good start. And uh, I, I hope he's able to, for his sake, able to, like I said, stack those good days uh, on top of each other. Yeah, you know, Carlton Davis and Tom Brady even said it after practice today during their training or during their press conferences. There's just been so many guys at this training camp, so many receivers that even the players themselves are losing track of all the wide receivers that have been out there making plays, right? So I agree with you. You know, there's so many guys battling for just a couple of spots that, you know, these guys do need to build momentum. They knew they do need to start up stacking some of these good practices back to back to back to back. So we are getting a little bit, a little bit of that now with Jalen Darden, with Tyler Johnson, and Scotty Miller. On the defensive side of things, Evan, there was some also some positives out there. Raheem Nunez Rochez, always a guy who is very loud, bringing the energy out at those practices today. That's nothing necessarily new to either one of us. One thing that is a little bit new: a couple of new players. You did have Don Gardner, I believe is his name, right? Just activated off the P 
PUP list. He went up against Mike Evans on a deep ball from Tom Brady. It did not go well for Don Gardner today, did it, Evan? Good luck. Uh, that's all I would say to him if if he knew that was his assignment uh, beforehand. One day after going off the PUP list, you got to face Mike Evans in a practice with Tom Brady throwing the ball. He, he probably would have stayed on the PUP list, right? You he know? might have. He might have said, hey, let me, let me get one more day. Right, exactly. But... One player who was in the vicinity of that play was Nolan Turner, a player out of safety, undrafted rookie free agent. A lot of people were excited for him whenever he signed to the team as a special teams player. He was in the vicinity a little bit late on the play, but he did make up for it the very next play. Nolan Turner actually got an interception off of Tom Brady. He's battling for a special team spot. Evan, that's got to feel really good for a guy like Turner to get an interception off Tom Brady. I don't care if it's in practice. The dude made a play. And that's what you got to do. When you're battling for a spot here, uh, you got to make the memorable plays. What's more memorable than picking off Tom Brady, you know? So I would, I don't care this practice. I would keep that football. You know, I mean, that is, I made a great read on it. I think it was a, a pass to Kyle Rudolph, uh, kind of a, a, an up and out. And um, uh, he just read it. You know, he, he read it perfectly, made a great break on the ball. And was able to pick it off. Todd Bowles said he's not sure if they're going to keep a fifth safety or not. Uh, obviously, we know Antoine Winfield Jr., Mike Edwards, uh, Keanu Neal, Logan Ryan. Those guys are safe. Like Those guys are most likely going to be on this roster. Do they keep that fifth safety, though? And I think it's going to come down to can Nolan Turner play special teams? However, plays like that on defense will certainly help his cause, maybe even more than making an impact on special teams. Uh, because if you can prove that, you know, I mean, he's flashed a lot. They've they talked about him. They talked about Turner a lot throughout this camp, and uh, that was definitely definitely a good start for him on the first day with pads to be able to to do that. And like I said, just you know, really trying to gain momentum for Turner here and trying to be trying to be just the best he can be as an undrafted free agent, right? This is this is a guy who uh, wasn't drafted. He came, I mean, I don't think anybody really knew him even before minicamp per se, you know? So a guy like Turner, I think, who is fighting for this spot, that just is a huge, humongous moment for a guy like him. Yeah, for sure. And just kind of keeping up that theme of the secondary, I guess, firstly talking about a couple of negative plays on the offensive side of the football. Devin Tompkins had a pass go through his hands. It resulted in an interception. Russell Gage actually fumbled a football after making a catch. The guy who made both of those plays was Ross Cockrell, of all people, right? The number four, sometimes number three, sometimes number two, sometimes number one cornerback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last season. He made a couple of plays in this camp today, which isn't really anything new for Cockrell, right? He's had a couple of really good camps the past couple of years since he signed with the bucks and he continued to do some of those things today he got an interception off of blaine gabbert although to be fair it wasn't gabbert's fault and he did force a takeaway from russell gage as well what were your thoughts on ross cockrell today evan because in my opinion i thought he was probably the best defensive guy out there in terms of making splash plays yeah i, I think as far as especially as far as the secondary goes i think you could say it was cockrell um obviously that one you know that came off the receiver's hands it was thrown by blaine gabbert but that's not really Gabbert's fault. And, I mean, Cockrell, well, it wasn't a spectacular play. It's good to be in the right position, right? So, um, the, the one with Gage, though, I mean, that was a nice back shoulder from Tom Brady. Gage made the catch. 
and I mean, Cockrell just ripped it away from him. I mean, it was as simple as that, and the defense was able to recover it. So Cockrell kind of battling, I think, right now for that fourth corner spot with Zion McCollum, the rookie. Obviously, I don't think McCollum is in danger of you know getting cut, but. I mean, he could start out as the fifth corner. Could, you know, if Cockrell continues to play this way. Uh, his 2021 wasn't as good as 2020. And I think part of that is because of what you said. At times, this guy was maybe the number two. Sometimes you have number one corner. He's, you know, that's not his game. You know, he's not that type of player. But I do think he provides valuable depth. And I think right now in this camp, especially today, he showed you why. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really do like Ross Cockrell. I think he's been a very solid, you know, depth addition for the Bucks. Fingers crossed he keeps that role moving forward, right? Again, like you said, Cockrell, not necessarily a guy you want as your number two or number one, but if he's your fourth guy, somebody you rotate in if you need him, not a bad spot at all, I think, for Ross Cockrell moving forward with this defense. He continues to make plays. One thing I do want to say before we do get to the special teams is the quarterbacks. You just saw them on your screen, Evan. Taking a look at those quarterbacks, you know, again, Tom Brady, I thought, did some good today. He did have the interception, but that is what it is, folks. It's TB12. It's nothing to necessarily be concerned about. I've been really paying attention to this backup quarterback battle. Blaine Gabbert versus Kyle Trask. What has been going on with that? Again, you know, I talked about Blaine Gabbert not having a good first couple of practices, and that didn't necessarily continue in a big way in practice today. I thought it was more meh from Blaine Gabbert than anything. Kyle Trask, I thought, from what I saw, looked pretty sharp overall. What were your thoughts on Gabbert and Trask today? Well, I will say, I think, uh, as far as Gabbert goes, I think his teammates kind of let him down a little bit today. Uh, we talked earlier about the, the Tompkins thing. I, the ball is right in his hands. And it, just, right. it goes off his hands and into the defenders. Uh, then sort of towards the end of practice, uh, the offensive line just, I mean, they're not really, the defensive line isn't really rushing as much, but the offensive line just got blown up on back-to-back -back plays with Gabbert, and it was in a... 20 seconds left, they're just trying to get in field goal range, they couldn't even do it, and Gabbert was frustrated, he just kind of tossed the ball up in the air in our direction, I thought we might have a chance at it, uh, but it went uh, sort of over over the stands there, um, as you can see in the video, but um, yeah, it was a frustrating day, I think, for Gabbert, I, I think his teammates didn't help him though, and I think that's why you could say it's more meh, because he did some good things, but uh, his teammates just did, did not help him. As far as Trask goes, he looked good, uh, there was a few balls in the individual drills that I think he'd like to have back, but uh, as far as the scrimmages go, he, he looked good. He didn't get as many reps, um, I think Brady and Gabbert took a lot of them. Especially Brady. Brady took a lot of, of reps today, which maybe being the first day in pads that you want the starter to do that. Um, so you got a limited look at Trask. But as I said on the Can of Fire podcast, I mean, it doesn't matter what the depth chart says. Like Blaine Gabbert could be the number two quarterback on the depth chart. But what needs to matter is when you come out of this preseason, you have to be pretty confident that, like, yeah, Kyle Trask played better. You know, Kyle Trask played better than Blaine Gabbert. And if you don't, then that's a problem. But, you know, I'm not rooting against Blaine Gabbert. I'm just saying as far as the development and what the Bucks hope Kyle Trask can be, you hope for his sake that he can prove that he is the second best quarterback on the roster because he should be. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think so far we've seen that, right? Of course, game time situations against other teams, way different than what's going on in practice. But so far, I think that that idea is happening, right? I think Trask has outplayed Gabbert so far up to this point in training camp. And overall, I've personally been pretty impressed with what I've seen from Trask in terms of his growth and development overall. Evan, we're going to go ahead and end the, uh, you know, talk with this, the recap with this, if you will. Jose Borregales had a really good day today. He was 7 of 7 on all of his field goals. He did have one miss on a hurry-up kick situation that we saw. He dinked the left upright, but overall... Borgales, I thought, looked really good today in a situation where he's been taking a pretty decent amount of kicks the past couple of practices. What were your thoughts and opinions on Borgales and really just that kicking competition in full against Ryan Suckup? It's, it's, a, it's a competition. Um, people don't may not realize it. Maybe they realize it a little bit more now, but it's a legit competition. Jose Borgales, the second-year player. Ryan Suckup, obviously the veteran, who was fantastic for them in both 2020 and 2021. Um, but they really liked Borgales. Uh, they were worried that some team was going to maybe poach him last year when they had to cut him. They were glad to be able to get him on the practice squad. I'm not sure if they can do that again this year. So I think, it, and I've mentioned this on the podcast as well, I think it's going to come down to the actual preseason games, not necessarily practice of you know who makes the kicks during the actual game situations, right? Just like we talked about with Trask. It's different. The atmosphere to practice is much different than being in a game situation. So I'm curious to see, but that is a legit battle that I think a lot of people uh, need to keep paying attention to. Absolutely. And you guys did see it on your screen. Just a note to kind of wrap this up. Keyshawn Vaughn had a drop today. Uh, you know, me and Evan both had some talks and some comments about that. Vaughn has overall been meh, I think, so far. I think that, that, that's the theme of this episode, huh? Yeah, it's just kind of meh, you know. And, and today it was meh, you know. It was when, when, you know, Keyshawn Vaughn had a drop. Eh, it is what it is. It's the first day in practice, folks. This isn't necessarily a bad thing to have a middle-of-the-pack kind of practice. We're going to be watching it tomorrow, Evan. We'll be having another recap video up tomorrow. For all we know, it could be a fantastic practice tomorrow. This isn't a doom or gloom type of situation. There were a lot of positives to take away from this practice today, and there were some negatives as well. Hey, that's football. That happens during some times in practice, but overall, there were some guys who had some really good days today, Evan, and I think that they can hang their hat on that and move forward into these full padded practices with some good momentum in their favor. But folks, we're going to go ahead and leave you with the remainder of this footage. Evan, I want to thank you for being on here. Guys, go subscribe to the Cannon Fire podcast on YouTube. Go check out Evan's work at BucksNation.com. He just had an article out recently recapping this day's worth of practice, which you can go read all about that. Thank you guys so much for watching this video or listening to it on audio. And uh, you know, again, as always, guys, we will see you all in the next video or the next live stream. But until then, and as always, guys, goodbye for now, and go Bucks.